0: Where did we go wrong? The baboons only work three hours a day, and they're all good. And here we are, like, oh, if you want to get ahead, be a lawyer, 80 hours a week, that's it. And then you just die. Sucks.
1: Bad baboons masturbate a lot. Well, no, they probably have sex a lot.
0: Humans masturbate a lot because there's no time for sex. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit.
1: And welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. My name is Crofton Steers. I'm the original Star Wars trilogy of this show. With me, as always, my two co-hosts. I'm talking about the prequel trilogy of this show, Bo Schwartz. Hello! How are you, Bo? I'm
2: Lisa Bo Schwartz. Misa Lisa Prequel best series ever. Misa Prequel Onike.
1: so horrible. And, of course, yeah, the new... Uh, Next Generation series of of Star Wars of this podcast. I'm talking Mike Hodgins. Mike? T, blue,
0: gray, hot. (laughs) That's what Next Generation is,
1: right? Oh, oh, no. I'm just talking like, Oh, Star Wars. I thought you were going to say, like, spin-off. Spin-off one. No. No, and it's funny. The more I was thinking about that, the more... The more in my head, I was like, "No, this makes perfect sense." Because Bo is essentially a prequels apologist, and you're the one that always would tell me, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. They're making new ones." Or like, and I was always the one being like, mm. "Oh, they should leave all this alone," or whatever. So, yeah. who who knows who's right? I know it all depends on a certain point of view. Mm. Is it? <laughs> what is it that Obi <laughs> wants? Uh, 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 I got but, it. Uh, all um, right. Yeah. So, gentlemen, it is actually a Saturday night. It's Canadian Thanksgiving weekend. Or as I call it,
0: the best Thanksgiving. Americans are crazy with their, like, it's it's two weeks before Christmas. Let's have Thanksgiving. It seems so
1: weird to me. It does seem kind of strange in the sense that, like, unless they were going to be, like, doing a one-shot, like, party all the way through to Christmas, Hanukkah styles, you know, like – thing between thanksgiving but if they're gonna do thanksgiving and then take a break work more do stuff and then come back for christmas it does seem kind of wrong-headed i, I would find like
0: i really like canadian thanksgiving i mean when october october is a beautiful month in the in the part of the country we live in the, the leaves are turning golden colors it's just nice it's a nice time to you know hang out with your family and do all those things and it's not and- like miserable november weather
1: yet Yeah, November sucks. It is the worst month. Actually, I don't know. Maybe not the absolute worst, but in the top two or three. Of months? Yeah. No, it's the worst month. Maybe the worst month.
0: April? April's the next contender, but at least there, what you're getting is this, like, explosion of green going to happen soon, so you're kind of
1: excited. February for some people.
0: Nah, you can still ski and do fun things. You just got to get off your ass.
1: I think it's, like... I'd like to look at the suicide rates. See which one I think November is a big off yourself. Yeah, but month. you
0: know, yeah, I bet you suicide. It probably is February because people are like the 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 winter haters are just like trying to, you know, November they still like I can make it
1: through. Bo, but, if you were gonna off yourself, what month would you pick? Probably September. September. What? <laughs> <laughs> why would you pick that? Because you got to go back to school. Well, like,
2: no, why? but it's because like summer's supposed to be done and it's supposed to be more comfortable weather and for some reason it gets hotter all the time every year i forget and i'm like sweet i'm looking forward to the cooler fall weather finally
0: and then and then but why would you off yourself right before you're just about to get the thing (laughs) you want you're like oh it's another week forget it (laughs) i've only got 12 months this
2: particular september was very bad um, but yeah.
0: It was, war. some people loved it. I went swimming for the, like, September 30th. I was swimming in the river, and it was lovely. Yeah. I mean, it's like... You gotta take advantage.
2: Like, I, you're asking me which one's the worst, which one I would off myself, and I suppose, yeah, I suppose it's none well, of them, really.
1: I definitely yeah, see how September marks the kind of, like, heading towards, like, you know what's coming. It's gonna get colder and darker and whatever. So you're like, well, I might as well off myself now. I get that. But on the other hand, it's like, like... December's a pretty shitty month. If you think about it, it's pretty shitty. But what they do strategically is they have Christmas at the end, just like October has Halloween at the end. You stick these things at the end that people are looking forward to. They're like, well, you know, I'm not going to off myself this month because I'm going to get candy on the 31st, right? Like you're going to – going to wait till the next one which happens to be november and then you get into november that's maybe that's why the americans have thanksgiving then because like in canada you get to november 1st and you're like oh this sucks and then you look how long you got to go till christmas it's cold and then, and clam- and then in like, november I might as well just end it
0: you're also like oh in november it's really miserable weather at least there's a holiday oh it's that holiday where we have to remember how millions of people died in war? We have a remembrance day, and you're like a oh, hey, big downer. Drizzles it's rain, true. and it's two degrees. and it's You're the just most crying. depressing
2: holiday. Yeah, so it's uh, are you guys contemplating suicide, or is this just a side effect of having toddlers?
1: I, no, it it, it and, has nothing to do with toddlers. It has to do with all months' discussions. When when you go online and people are talking about shitty months or whatever, oh, yeah. someone without fail brings up suicide statistics, and it's like it's like okay, look, if a bunch of people are killing themselves in one month, odds are not a great month. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So okay. speaking of uh, things that are um, not great. <laughs> That are not great and that may want to off themselves. Uh, I'm talking about my friend, the Random Topic Generator, the the inanimate object that brings this show to life. Uh, Mike is generally the one to pull the the switch. Uh, So can we, like, start the machine or something? I think
2: Mike's having a technical difficulty with the machine tonight, actually.
1: Well, can you, like, remote start it? We didn't pay for that Uh, remote start. Yeah, right.
2: Actually, um, I do have... uh... Here, a remote control switch for the random topic generator. Yeah, here it goes. Okay. Oh, there I started a form. I knew it was worth investing yeah. in that thing. Yeah, that's the first time we've had to use that, actually. It's a good thing we have a failsafe.
1: I can't believe it works on Wi-Fi. Yeah,
2: That's crazy. Uh, mic seems to be muted, but somehow the noise from the engine made it through. I, did we hook up its own auxiliary mic to it so that we could hear it each episode?
1: So, do you get to now see when you remotely control it the topic, <laughs> or does Mike get to see the topic?
2: Um, well, Mike sees the topic because there's an LED like display. Mike, so you,
0: are you
1: can't, so you can oh. remotely activate it, but you can't even see it. That's right. Mm, um, kind of pointless.
0: It's sort of, it's kind of connected to the internet. This thing. Um, the topic today is movie remakes.
1: Movie remakes.
2: Oh. All right, good one for a Saturday. And well, also
0: good one. We won't we won't get into it, but just Bo and I both happened to have just seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine. We won't get into it because I know Crofton hasn't, but they're That's not a remake. It's so not a reason, remake. A it's sequel.
1: no, but you it's know what? Sequel. I thought about maybe because it's in the top of mind and stuff like that. It's not a remake, but it it's a return to something that that about the amount of space of time that you would expect a remake to come. You know, like thirty five like years, years or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, in in. You know, it's um, while they have elements of the original and it ties to the original. I think that, like, you know, it's its own thing. Um, so for sure, it there's always an interest, uh, the creative bankruptcy that is Hollywood, in terms of in terms of reheating, rehashing, redoing. Um, but all these, I have these... Sorry to interrupt you because yeah, you're ahead. making a good
2: point. I think on the whole. I think we have to be careful with the Blade Runner example because it actually contains Harrison Ford as the same character, but 30 years later, like older. You know, like so. It's not. I never said so, it was. No, no, a no, no. I, no, no. Re- I know you didn't say it. I, I, I know you. We were discussing what you know just where that line is. Like, because what you were saying is it definitely is looking at that thing we liked in the 80s and repackaging it for us nowadays, right? Like, there's there's an element of that in there for sure. But I think that one would qualify as it's pretty. It's pretty much Just, a sequel, but... It, it's, not a sequel. It, it it's a same, long
1: ingestation it sequel. It hits the
2: same bones that remakes intend to do, which is, you know, basically take a movie that we really liked and serve it to a new audience. Re- well,
0: I mean, you, see, you say that, but what I would say, you know, and using this as, I guess, our jumping-off point, but like... Uh, I, I feel like the thing with the, with this Blade Runner movie is it really, it captured, I think a lot of the essence of the first one in terms of style and, uh, and feel, you feel like you're back in the same world. And I think that's what oftentimes, you know, sequels try to do. Whereas remakes often want to, um, you know, put, put a new, put in, well, I think Calvin said it, put a new stamp on something, but it might be a different style, a different take on something. And uh, so it's, it, it seems clear to me that it's not so much, you know, you might want to do like something like Blade Runner and pay homage to the first one, but I feel like a just a straight remake um, is just kind of, uh, kind of just like, oh, we have no ideas. This thing was popular twenty years ago. Let's do it because we need money. Like it, it really just seems. Uh, very self-serving for all
1: because it's true there's different types of remakes right there's there's a straight remake where it's like okay we're going to recast this original story this originally original movie we're going to relaunch the whole thing again for a new generation and there's there is some merit there to a certain extent i feel it's less and less as as like i feel like the movies of our childhood are are much more closer to what we see re- released nowadays than the movies of uh, like when we were kids, oh, like oh, the movies of our parents' generation that would be remade. Like often they'd be remade for the first time with color, with a bunch of other things. Like it was, it was a bit of a different ball game, but the other type of remake is, is taking the same story and reinterpreting it in a different way. Uh, and I think often about that, uh, what was it, that Akira Kurosawa story that led to uh, Fistful of Dollars. Um and, uh, and lots last
0: of westerns the-, the Magnificent Seven I think is based yeah. on Seven Samurai which, which
1: this, of- yeah Seven Samurai exactly so like but there's a lot of there's a lot of those things where it's like oh and, and, and people are so pissed now because a lot of these re- remakes are like the twist is it's a gender swap like it's Ocean's Eleven except they're ladies, you know, uh, it like, that's, that's the, and people, some people have railed against that, but like, essentially it's just, it's adding some sort of, some new dimension to, to remakes. Cause my gut always is like, if you really like a movie and then, then it's remade, you're like, Oh my, I rail against that all the time. Like when they had that, it's already forgotten, but when Colin Farrell, I think, or did that, Total Recall remake a few years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I have I have not seen it for the record. But like the reviews were pretty bad, and I was like, "Why would you need to remake?" And like I I get I get in that mindset often. But the thing is, I know that I'm forgetting that a ton of movies that I must really like were remakes or uh, or reimaginings of something else.
0: Yeah. It is funny, like yeah. the, the 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 Western version from the Kurosawa a samurai film, because there's like there's being inspired by something and then wanting to do something new with it. You know, I, I like that quote that Picasso quote. You know, good artists borrow, great artists steal. And I think that there could be something to that if you do something new with it. So to me, the westerns uh, taking inspiration from Kurosawa is 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 a smart thing, and it's different enough that it doesn't feel like a straight remake um but for example the magnificent 7 there's a 1960 version which i'd seen at some point in my 20s and thought it was kind of cool um and and but they've remade the magnificent 7 western so in 2016 so there's a there's like they they remade so one was one was a, a departure from the original in terms of style and setting and one is just like oh there was a 1960 western let's make a new western that's a remake of a Kurosawa film, and I'm just like that, and that to me seems silly. Whereas if if someone had, because I can get behind as you called it the gender swap. I don't know how PC that, that is. Well, I was or whatever point but out there but was the also
2: race genre, swap, race swap, and guess who's coming to dinner? And then there was guess who with Ashton Kutcher and Bernie Mac, where instead of bringing <laughs> instead of bringing home a black man to the to the white family, it was a black girl bringing home a white man to a black family. You guys remember? i, just, yeah, I really is, wanted to point that out mike you can
1: continue but i was like
2: it's not just yeah. gender
1: they do race swap remakes too. also instead of being an in intense drama it's a goofball comedy yeah. it's a goofball. It's it pretty
0: but, but i mean like so i yeah i could get behind something like someone taking like oh i really like this story and i feel like it would work in a comedy context and really changing it um uh, or, or like, say the Magnificent Seven. If someone had done the 2016 version and said, "I think this really works. In, is a futuristic in a sci-fi setting," I can see that working because there may be new things to explore. Uh, and the, but the story works. Like I can kind of get behind those those remakes where someone is is remaking it differently enough that there's something new to get from it. But to me, to remake it in the same genre, the same story. Just seems like a cheap money grab, and to be like, well, this is a good Western of the 60s, but but no one's watched those anymore, let's make a new one, uh, with better effects or whatever.
1: But I, I got like, here's the thing I again do not think that's necessarily the worst if it turns out okay. Because, like, one of my favorite recent Westerns, and we just because we were talking about Westerns is True Grit, okay, and True Grit Coen Brothers remake. Of John Wayne movie, True Grit, also a Western, right? So, like,
0: you picked a good one there.
1: (laughs) Well, it's just because we were talking Westerns. Like, Ocean's Eleven is actually a remake of, like, the, um, the what do you call it? Um, the the Rat Pack movies with uh, Frank Sinatra, arguably again arguably better. And I do think I do think it's interesting because in both these those cases, and I haven't seen the True Grit with John John Wayne nor the Rat Pack m- movie with um, uh, the Ocean's Eleven, but I've seen the new ones, and and I think that that might be a testament to what they did there, which is perhaps those films were not original classics Um, and when you remake a classic i think that's where you enter into super dangerous ground because it's like it's a classic for a reason and then you're you're compared to that but if you remake a movie that might have had a good premise but maybe it wasn't executed to a t or whatever which is my understanding of what the frank sinatra uh, oceans 11 was well then it's like hey cool idea Let's do it. Now we can do it better. Right. And I, I like, I like that. A lo- I like that concept, but people don't do that. They take movies that are like Ghostbusters or Total Recall or movies that have like, they got it right the first time in films that still stand up. You know, I get appealing to a new generation, but like, uh, don't, you know, don't do that. It seems dumb you're it's a losing proposition i could see that
0: point because when you first said that people don't make movies that are like considered a classic and i just had this idea of like someone's like you know what movie i want to remake citizen kane who should we cast like it's like (laughs) and i'm just like no just don't do that like it'd be silly um but 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 i don't know like i even the Ghostbusters one it's interesting because i still felt like that one was a little bit uh, had enough of a twist on it that it was a bit of a you know, there was a bit of, there was a there was a new angle on it. Like again, if it had been four, if it had been four dudes, uh, and they remade it, that would be a really straight remake, and you'd be like, okay, why really? Why are you doing this? Uh, putting the four women in, I feel like I, there's something there I can get behind. Um, Whereas I feel like the superhero genre, like Spider-Man in particular, where they – how many times have they done Spider-Man origin story? That's basically a remake of the same thing. Three. And and, and, here's
1: that's stupid. But see, here's the thing. Again, I would argue the merit of that because I would say that as a huge – and we've had this discussion before – as a huge Spider-Man fan – I've never been happy. I, I felt that they they have a good potential to do something really great and have never really delivered. And so so to be like, okay, let's do it, you know, the problem is they never get get it right or they never knock it out of the park, right? Um, but, uh, Did you see but, Homecoming? No, to, to be fair, I, uh, I haven't seen Homecoming. So
2: Homecoming, not an origin story, but a, definitely a yeah. reboot of it and like 10 out of 10, like A-plus quality. It's... It's the best see, Spider-Man movie by a mile, and
1: in it probably is. And but it took them, you know, multiple tries to get it. So I, I don't I don't mind when a concept is good or mm-hmm. or there's a fan base there or whatever coming back and taking another kick at the can. I do I do have issues with remakes to essentially you know money grab uh, concepts that aren't like super dated like okay here's another one recently that just robocop okay they Mm -hmm. do you guys and this is in the the total recall vein where it's like you're like you hear them remaking it it's a sci-fi movie from a certain time period you know they have better special effects or whatever it's like they it came to theaters i've never seen the rebooted robocop um but I just think to myself, I'm, I'm like, why again? Why did they need to do that one? I mean, like that one is one that they have that stands up pretty well, and honestly, is a product of like the '80s excess and like you know the the cocaine, the crime, and you know uh, that ravaged Detroit, like all that sort of stuff. It seems like it's a product of its time, and so unless you're able to tweak tweak the film and make it a reflection of this time, right? Then, then, uh, then there's no there's no point in doing it. Like if you can critique current society, and again, I don't want to. I, I haven't seen the Blade Runner movie, but of some of the reviews I've read, they said that they said they've done a good sort of job of sort of like, well, there were concerns of in the 1980s that the original Blade Runner kind of echoed that, that this one is able to sort of like um, touch on, on more recent concerns. And I think that that's a good reason to do something. If you can use, if you can, if you think of a concept like, they they another movie they redid years ago was the Stepford Wives or whatever, which is like I think has never been a good movie or uh, that much of an interesting concept. But like if you could use that to make a social, a cutting social critique at a certain moment in time, then you're like, wow, that concept. If I brought it forward and used it now, you know, like that, I can get behind. I can get behind that, but mm. that's not what most of these are
2: well yeah it, it's the, the concept of remakes is weird i think I think you're both on something because generally, I think my reaction to remake of anything, the more I liked the original, the less I'm happy to see a remake for it like 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 you're saying there has to be a reason to do it beyond let's just remake let's just put a new coat to paint on it like i think because film is an art form like everything else, you can't just like what's a popular painting let's say that what's the screaming guy that van gogh does what's it called
0: it's not van gogh it's van it's called the the scream he's dutch though it's not van gogh so it's like no it's
2: just paint like can't we do a remake of that painting and it's like i'm sure you could paint it over again but it it isn't that painting and and maybe someone did paint an interpretation that looks nothing like it that people like i don't know art the art world, but a (laughs) lot of homage. So it was was very, very, it was a good idea to use that in my analogy. But it's just like the same is true of film. It's like you can't just put a new coat of paint on it. There has to be some more spirit behind it than that. And and there are good examples uh, of that. And I think um, I think the True Grit is a good example of it because I'm watching it, and I hadn't seen the original True Grit. But I really feel like when I watch the original True Grit, it'll be nothing like what I've watched the Coen Brothers make here. You know, they've made yeah. their own movie; they they've remade the narrative, but they've done something. They've done something new and unique, and and impacts me. You know, and 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 I think, but I think that we also know that Hollywood is a business, and they just like to churn things out. I mean. Star Wars movies aren't remakes, but they are arguably tapping in to the remake vein in in the fact that their um, artistic aesthetic is going back to the more original series rather than the much maligned uh, new direction that George Lucas wanted to take the prequel films. But they're not remakes, so they don't count as hey, cri- remakes, but
1: Critics would say the Force Awakens comes pretty close. Well, the plot, I mean,
2: there are... You know, when you really think about movies, there actually aren't that many different plots in the world. They're all fairly, you know, they're about people. Someone gets betrayed or someone falls in love. Like, there, there isn't, you know, we've seen a lot of movies now. We're hitting our 30s. It, take, it yeah. takes a
1: lot to surprise yeah, yeah. us. And, you and can hide you can hide the Death Star plans in the blue droid <laughs> or the Star Killer plans in the red droid. Star no. <laughs> they're all different. Really, it's kind of lame when Star you Star Killer yeah, is, is pretty bad. Weird. Like on stupid. the whole, I
2: like the movie. I try not to think about it too much. But when when I hear the word Star Killer, I just like. <laughs>
0: fuck. Yeah,
2: it, it, it doesn't can, make you. Can you, you grown. spend one more week in the writers' room,
0: like coming <laughs> up with something better but than? They're, freaking they're working Star on such a heavy back. layer of nostalgia. Yeah, its name
1: was. Skywalker originally, like I mean, uh, people grown then. It's just that we're used to that now. It's like whatever. Uh,
2: Sky, you uh, know, they've done a lot of good things. I mean, there's a character named Poe Dameron, pretty good Star Wars name. Like on the whole, they've yeah. been pretty good. I can't believe they let Star Killer buy. But that's just. Me. But like,
0: but like, again, if someone, if someone were to remake, if they were to remake Star Wars Episode Four, it would annoy everyone. You know, like it'd yeah. just be like. Why would you do that? You know, and, it will and, happen.
1: You, you think so? Oh yeah, oh. It, it'll happen. <laughs> I, I give. It, I give. It, like, think about it. They're doing a Han Solo prequel right now. It's coming. It's coming out soon. So They're gonna get
0: those characters.
1: They've cast a young Han Solo. So why, if they if they've already done that, like why not just cast a couple of others and be like, hey, look, now we're doing it again. Oh I man, so, it, I want to keep already.
0: I know, see how it's infuriating. And, and it's like you can understand people wanting to go back to the same well, right? Because it's like and and though the like expanding universe and stuff like that, it can. You know, I, I can get that it's like, oh, it's worked once. But again, what all this implies, and what's kind of annoying to me about the idea of the remake is that is it is that it's not risk taking, right? And it's like you look at something like Star Wars, like that was a risk someone took, a big risk. Uh, and people thought it was going to be nothing. and it gave something that everyone liked. And now we want more of it. And that's great. But if you spend your time, money, and effort, and still you've only produce certain amount of movies, remaking things that you feel are going to be a lock, and it is the business aspect of Hollywood. They're like, I want a lock. I want my money back. They want to take a risk on some creative venture or some interesting new take, or you know, I don't want to like make films for some artiste. Uh, I need something saleable. But we're not going to get new, th- new, new stuff. Um, you know, I'm a bit divided because I think that there is something to be said for um, for taking something and making it better. But I feel like to if you're gonna do that, it 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 always has to be different enough um, to, to to. There's like there's a difference between taking inspiration from something and then building off it. And I think, you know, anyone who likes art has to see that there's there's a place for that, and everyone does it. Uh, and just remaking something, right. and I just feel like the remake is just creatively bankrupt right there's just like oh we don't have any ideas but hey it's been 30 years since we made especially this this like cropped i'm saying the the 80s ones like the action movies those ones i'm just like why are you doing them they were pretty like total recall which some people think the originals campy but i really have i like that movie and and i can't watch the new one i, I refuse to I, I even last night i had insomnia and i was up at night and i was kind of i'm in a bit of a sci-fi kick right now I was looking at the sci fi movies on Netflix and they had both the original and and, and I almost started and then at first I saw the, the remake, I was like, Why is that there? And then I saw the original, I was like, oh. and I almost clicked to watch it, except I've seen it like fifteen times or something, so I didn't wanna watch it again. But I mean, why would I watch the remake? I'm just gonna infuriate myself, I'm gonna get angry. Um, but i do not know.
1: Which, one thing you said there that resonates with me is the, because la- even if I, is the lack of risk taking, and because even if I enjoy the remakes, which I there's been a lot of remakes that I like some things, especially when they're reinvented or or whatever, like a, something like a Twelve Monkeys, which I actually had seen La Jete, which w- it was based on it in like a film class, and it's you know different, it's different enough, uh, and I and I really like it. But and, and it's still it, it's risky in that it's risky sci-fi, but the idea the idea is proven. Somebody's come up come up with this idea. You didn't have to come up with it yourself, the overall concept. And especially if you know something has been a success, getting back to the Spider-Man movies or Star Wars movies or whatever, you know they're a success, so it's like, wow, let's let's bang out another. When I hear remakes, there is one genre I think of more than any other. And that is horror films. Um, and horror films, if you name a horror film franchise, I guarantee you that it is a remake uh, or has been remade at one point. So It, which is the top grossing horror film of all time or rated R film of all time now, I think, that just came out, the Stephen King uh Movie, it, it. I mean, it was it was a remake of like the at least a mini series that, that I had seen previously. Um, it, it, and the Nightmare on Elm Street has recently been uh, remade. You know, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Carrie, uh, any horror movie you can think of i can tell you in the last 10 years it has been remade and i can also tell you that the remake sucked and i haven't seen any of them but like that they they have not captured the public imagination like the originals are and horror is weird because it's never it's it's always sort of um i guess sort of campy sort of uh it's well, never like yeah.
0: a yeah but there's an, horror tr- is also weird because it's like it has such there's, a, there's so, there's so much art there's a churning to it. of of horror that always like there is a subgenre of low budget horror which is thousands of films. Like it's just churning so I could see that one just banking on the whole remake thing because I mean if you really think about horror, the whole thing is a little bit you, know, you you, you, you kind of just want to see what you want to see. You're not looking to be challenged with something new. You want to see horror. Like, who cares if it's the same thing? Uh, you're looking for you're, – you're an enthusiast for gore and suspense and th- cheap thrills. So it's like, okay, you know what you're going to get watching horror. Um, I get that. Uh, not not I have a question for you guys uh, because I keep thinking about this as we're talking about this, and I know it's different, but uh, uh, particularly when you were talking about all those horror movies, a whole bunch of which are, say, based off Stephen King books. And I'm like, now I know we're talking movie remake, so it's a movie, and we make another version of it. But, like, let's face it, half of all movies come from books. Um, and I know that's not a remake. but And, and that goes so both ways for me, uh, where it's like, um, you know, so there's been some great movies. Uh, like, to- Total Recall, incidentally, I just read that Philip K. Dick short story that it's based off of. And I'll tell you, even the 80s movie, it's better than the than the story. The story is a little bit, like goes off the rails a bit. It's not long. And I was like, oh, weird. I'm like, someone took that story and I think improved upon it. The, the, the brilliance of Philip K. Dick really was the spark of it. But someone actually, I think, made it better to, to, in terms of a, of a story.
1: But others. They're things... like, if, if we add get your ass to Mars here, <laughs> get your ass to Mars. it's, it's going to make it so much better. In looping repeat. And it,
0: it, it was really true. Uh, it just. Yeah. I mean, that was back uh, in the day when GIFs were science fiction.
2: I mean, and there was a literal gift. Oh, there never yeah.
0: was. And now it's they dominate the internet. Total, to uh, but the one thing I was gonna recall. say also, because last night when I was again scrolling through movies to potentially watch, uh, um, one was Ender's Game, and uh, I love that book. And and I I'm like, I, but I can't watch the movie because I really am just terrified. It's gonna annoy me so much, and I I don't think I'll ever be able to watch that movie. Do you think that qualifies as a remake?
1: No, no, no. I, it's it's in a it's an adaptation over medium. Bo, yeah. sorry. Do you want to go ahead? I, I I have a. I was, was going to answer thing.
2: his question and say no, and then I just think it's be- like I th- there are book rewrites, aren't there? Like, I, like stories yeah. get you know remade all the time. They get improved upon. Like I, because I think about like my theater studies and stuff like that, and it's like well, certain like legends get rewritten all the time. The story of you know. Odysseus, for example, or the story of certain Greek characters. They would new people would write new tales or retell the same tale.
1: Like that's actually you know what fairly common. This this helps clear stuff up for me because you know what it is? It's an adaptation. And yeah. that's what uh. that's what essentially some of the things like when that Sawa Fistful of Dollars example, that's an adaptation yeah, too. Sure. It's uh, not it's not, not a remake. remake. Yeah, a, fair. A, a, a remake is is when you take the exact same thing and you remake it. And you can tweak it. And you can remake it maybe in a different setting. I like, I mean, it gets it gets blurry. But for books, it's definitely novelizations. Well, and I actually, Mike, I also, Ender's Game, I love the book. I have yet to see the movie. And the main reason for that is not because I'm scared that the movie is going to suck. It's because I already know the story. And it's the same reason I still haven't seen the last Harry Potter movie movie but i have i have uh i have read all the books uh, multiple times actually i love the books and i love the movies but i have no real curiosity burning curiosity to see all the movies i never did i would always just be like okay i'm gonna watch on one because i knew what happened like it was they were all straightforward adaptations the book well done but i knew the plot so why would you know and even even well
0: done ones like lord of the rings I was kind of a bit disappointed with them, even though they were quite true to stuff. I just had certain things in my mind that, you know, yeah. didn't work. But I would but that's, agree that's and
2: that... adaptation.
0: Cause, yeah, cause... and I would agree that adapta- that adaptation is valid and good, and we want to see that kind of yeah. stuff and the straight remake. But it doesn't. It does really. I agree with Crofton bringing bring it into focus to be like. Even if you take a Kurosawa film that's about samurai and then you put it in a Western genre, I'm like, okay, that's like an adaptation. You've you've hopped genres. Uh, you've changed context and style enough. Uh, but the inspira- you're So you're inspired by... Like, I'm for being inspired by art and it gives you a new idea that you think gives it renewed energy. That's cool. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it And it could bring something new to it. But it's the mm-hmm. whole, like you know like to me to redo a western magnificent 7 as a western magnificent magnificent 7 is just like
2: why like well, just cuz i'm going to get to the crux of the problem cuz i have a little bit of insight here it's going to help cuz when we think about so so film has sort of two disciplines in my mind in it which is the art of moving photography and our institutions over time of theater of dramatic art Now, in theater, you have a text, and you can give it to 10 different theater companies and 10 different countries and have different direction. It'd still be the same text and story, but it could feel and be experienced very differently. And that's just how it is. That's what makes a live performance so unique because that's even within theater companies, performances can vary from night to night. And, And... So the way film is, is like film is this, it's theater, it's a, there's a performance text, people saying lines of dialogue to each other, dramatic art, but it's a single entity, a single artifact shown pretty much identically to audiences the world over. And so we get really, we get to think, we get to enshrine that artifact we don't watch movies like I wonder which of fifty two cuts this is. I wonder what they're. They don't edit it each night before it goes onto your VCR or with your VHS tape to to watch it.
1: So that's and it doesn't replace so, the other one either, right? Like to your point, like yeah. you can still watch the other one if you know yeah, it's not. It, yeah. It's not like, like uh, imagine, it's not like it replaces it,
2: right? And imagine so. Imagine if Total Recall was in the like actual live theaters, it'd be so different, and everyone would have. So many different opinions, but maybe they all still like the base story. So to me, it seems kind of normal to just... Re- like, why aren't there 50 remakes of all the films we like? Well, I think they're a lot of work to put together. I think, you know, judging by how expensive they are. But I think, I think overall, the impulse for people... Think of all the people who would love to play Luke Skywalker. I mean, only Mark Hamill ever gets to be Luke Skywalker. Like, no other actor or performer can... Bring their art to the role of Luke Skywalker and be like, yes. that's kind of unfair. That's kind of unfair. Look at him salivate you know. right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I could uh, be Luke Skywalker. He's like,
1: I'm Luke Skywalker. Hey, but, can but I go the, down to
2: Taji Station to get some power converters, <laughs> Uncle Ben? <laughs> I love, I love, young Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I can see um, it. That's a good read. Uh, right? But well, was, uh,
0: was so the reason I think the reason why you don't want to see that is because there's um, there's lots of stuff that could be made and could be good and i feel like let's expand you know expand the repertoire it's like it's like you can watch the total recall movie from the 80s and be like all right cool and you can watch one made in the 2000s and be like oh, okay cool but maybe you could have watched something different in the 2000s it was another you know like Philip K Dick which the story was based on has written like 140 short stories you telling me that and a bunch of them have made it into good movies like Minority Report like Blade Runner all these things. Are you telling me there's not one of those other 140 short stories that wouldn't make a cool sci-fi movie? It, there is. So I'm like mind that people, you know? Like get a good screenplay out of one of those, be inspired by all these good writers in 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 other places. Don't just remake something that's already there because you can get new actors and it has name recognition. You know, and that's a small risk even because if you're going with if you're already drawing from literature which annoys me again to some small extent even though there's been a lot of good stuff come out of it because i feel like film can operate on its on its own merits you can just you can creatively write a film script it doesn't need to have a book uh, but the point being even if you're if you can't come up with your own ideas at least mine some of the good stuff in literature that hasn't come to the screen that could that could do well in that medium instead of remaking a movie that's already there i mean it's just what a waste of resources put these put these good actors and all this good production value to something interesting that we haven't seen and want to see that's you know
1: well now getting back to star wars for a second because w- in terms of the merit of why you would do these things one thing that i think cuz i like i like video games as we know and uh, and but even i'm not super inspired by a lot of the video game remakes that come out but i understand why why they're there they're there because technology advanced so fast in that space that what was a classic looks tremendously dated you know five six years later so to keep it you know fresh you 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 could potentially remake it or upgrade the previous the previous game. Well, George Lucas essentially did that to Star Wars, right? With the special editions in ninety seven. He was like, the vision that I wanted at the time, I wasn't able to fully realize due to limits of technology. And therefore I am going to go back And edit this and uh, add things with, with the technology I have. And I totally, everybody kind of railed against it. Be like, you can't go back. What are you doing? You're editing this thing that wasn't there. This wasn't what it was like. You know, this isn't how I remembered it. And people were getting upset. So, would it have been a better alternative for him to have said, like, you know what? Now technology is where I need it to be to make the Star Wars movie that I had always imagined. So, I am going to remake, or somebody else is going to remake the film. And there are black and white films, color. Maybe they were films that would be appreciated with color. Um, you know, something something along those lines. I can understand the impetus, the reason why you'd be like, okay, to get what the vision was for this. Like, Fritz Lang's Metropolis is often considered a, um, you know, a, a, a landmark film uh, that sort of inspired everything from Blade Runner to, you know, dystopian, futuristic uh, sci-fi of today. It, it, it's obviously, like, a 1930s movie that doesn't necessarily hold up, especially in terms of, like, you know, special effects, audience standards. You're looking at it as a historical artifact in many ways. But what if, you know, like, somebody's like, I I can flesh this out a little more. I can use the special effects of today to give greater life to that world. Is there not added value in that?
0: Uh <laughs> I mean, I, I think the problem is you're also going to get the biases of of the time that's remade in. I mean, I think a lot of my problem with movies these days is <clears throat> special effects overkill in in exchange for uh, for conflict and drama and, and letting actors communicate with each other, that kind of thing. So, so it's like people will use what's at their disposal, right? So it's like if you're making a movie in the 50s or 60s, you're going to use just – good static set design hopefully good acting and good story but today you can prop it up on on the special effects and a lot of movies are ruined because of it so I, I mean it's it's just like you know let's only speak it's, it was made in a certain era it was what it was like I don't know. I just think—is there something to be gained? I come back to the point again of like, make something new. Like, it, like there's enough. There's enough new ideas. And the era which we live in, to me, is one where rapid change is happening. There's so many opportunities to discuss stuff that that's going to happen. It's happening now. That like, let's do that. And again, unless something is super relevant from the past that really needs to be remade, because because we don't have anything else i'd still say just send people back to the original work you know and if people can't tolerate it they're like we're you know we have such short attention spans these days that you can't sit through a longer scene from a movie from the 1970s or something well that's that's sad <laughs> and uh, and i think it's worth you know i found it some difficult to watch some black and white movies from the 40s or whatever but i've found value in watching them as well and learn new things and i mean people like like you think of people who've done new things, like Quentin Tarantino, um, has has a whole style, of his own movie, er, generally original movies, uh, uh, based off of like old stuff. So you can watch old stuff, be inspired by it, and bring something new to it. You can you can be a fan of some type of thing, don't remake it, let it inspire you, and then do something new. Like that's that's to me is art in motion. There's so much room for that. that let's do it. Don't just. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel like the remake. I'm getting really close to. My, I'm happy to do a verdict time. But I'm like the remake
1: is well, just like he, while he's talking, he's like I'm I'm good now. <laughs> this Let's is my verdict <laughs> now. Uh, I don't
0: well, and I still actually I'm not quite sure what I'm going to say. But but uh, anyways, maybe I won't go on. I'll save it. Are you guys have more new points? Uh, to add? Well,
1: mm-hmm. I just it, it's more a recycling of an old point. I'd like I I'd like to make. Which is the fact that that because you're you're coming down real real hard there, and uh, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. But then I think of a movie like True Grit that is for sure a remake, not an adaptation, and it's it's made something what everybody seems to think is much better than the original. And what they did there was they looked at something I think a a film that was imperfect but had good potential and that there was enjoyable elements of it and they're like, we could make this better. Um, and, and I think that there, I totally think that there is merit in that, especially seeing is that some things are based on ideas and the person that comes up with the idea or the studio that originally comes up with an idea, well, and and to be fair to true grit both were adaptations of a novel so I mean they no studio came up with the idea it was it was it was um based off a book um but the the, the concept being that like that if you can make something better and you feel really passionate about that I think that there is merit there um i I hear in the promotion of a lot of these remakes these these, film actors or producers or whatever saying all the right things. Like, like, you know, I don't feel like it would be worth revisiting if there wasn't something we could add. And we really have brought things to the next level on this film. And then you watch it and you're like, no, you haven't. It's a piece of shit. And the first one was way better. Why did you remake this? But like, if, if all that was said there was true, and you're delivering a better film in the end, then I would say that that would be something of high value. It's just that so seldomly happens. True Grid is the exception and not the rule.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's why we're scarred whenever we hear remake, right? Like, just as soon as we hear the word remake, it's bad. But let me tell you, we are limited to movies on this, but Battlestar Galactica, I'm sure glad that got remade. As As a TV series... The new one's quite
1: good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Let's not right. branch into that. But, uh, <laughs> but, it, it,
1: but is, it, yeah. it is yeah. a re, it is a remake in the same genre, like audio. I get I get it's, what it's he's a, saying. We have and, better special effects. Let's make the show. And... I think
0: there was more to it than that in that remake, though. They they took some more liberties and yeah, just yeah.
1: Well, but, but they, they did – it's exactly sort of – it's what I said. Like I don't think anybody looked at the original Battlestar Galactica and was like, this is a perfect thing that will exist forever. They thought like, hey, cool ideas. There could be some stuff done here to make it better, and we can do it better, and let's do it. And then they were able to execute. I mean, like that's, yeah. that's great. But again, I think more of an exception than the rule.
0: But it's also interesting and kind of telling because it's like – Though people want to improve on stuff, it's not like they're taking you know, a universally panned piece of garbage movie from 10 years ago and being like, oh, okay, that was a big, huge flop. Let's try to make it better. People are just abandoning that stuff, right? The, the things people want to remake are things that people liked. At some point, and again, that just goes to show you the reason it's being done is financial. You know, it's like, or it's it's box office, it's name recognition. No one's gonna take a movie that everybody hates. I can't even think of a good example. Um, I was gonna say Ishtar, but I haven't even seen that so i don't but it's hmm. one of these universally terrible movies from the past but no one's taking like a movie everyone hates and despises and say let's remake it because they know it, people are going to bring that biases with them they're, they're remaking well, it, things it's... that people have good associations with and then may, trying to make it better and that's for cash value well, what's really... the
2: worst movie of all time is it um last tango with marlon brando last tango in Paris? Or something there's like a
0: that. lot of bad ones no,
2: no remake of that one
0: well, that's the thing. They're not gonna. No one's gonna remake like really, really bad movies because like, what's the point? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's and incidentally, True point. Grit. What's his name? The uh, Wayne. What's it? John Wayne got the Academy Award for that movie? Hmm. It's quite campy. I watched a bit of it, and it's like bubbly kind of. It's it's a bit of a comedy more than that.
1: Hmm. well. Hmm. It, it's funny because like there's so many movies. When you were talking there about movie, I, I was like, for some reason, this movie came to mind, The Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller, which is like, it was like some like lowbrow comedy from years ago like uh, you know and i remember for whatever reason it's like this i think it's the second time that they remake that movie like it had existed and at one point it was a hit but it has no name recognition like nobody saw the heartbreak kid and was like oh i love the original or whatever like it was the idea was to steal the the concept of the original and and sell it to a new audience and and i get that that there's a chance like we're like okay we go in and we look in we all of us have have some interest in film at one point in our lives and have gone back and looked at old stuff but a lot of people don't or a lot of people don't have parents that are putting this stuff in front of them so like the opportunity to present to them uh cool ideas again and i would argue if i'm if, if i'm a movie studio just remaster and re-release something instead of remaking it like i don't i guess they figure they need the hottest new boys from tiger beach or whatever but like you know just re-release the, la- <laughs> the laziest thing to do is just re-release is tiger it Beat's you know? still out there
2: is that i don't know this still a thing man tiger beat you guys um, you know what movie I was thinking of, though, is remake? It wasn't Mr. Deeds a remake. For some reason, I associate Adam Sandler with mostly bad movies.
1: Mr. Deeds was a remake, yeah.
2: <laughs> and I'm like, did people really like the original? I guess so. I don't know. That's weird. That's a weird one.
1: But see, that's an example. There's a couple of these mo- There's remakes of mediocre films, and the remakes are also mediocre or whatever. Like, there's remakes that happen on so many levels, and I I, I don't want to get back into the creative bankruptcy that i mentioned you know that both mike and i have been harping on a lot here but i think i'm also ready for verdicts
2: all right well let's let's, uh let's do it Uh, let's bring in the um the farm animals uh also after we're done verdicts i have a thing to say so remind me okay
0: a thing eh?
2: yeah about remakes i know (laughs) uh where are you animals come here here animals here come
1: on in there we go this way this way no, you stole my thunder. Shut up Rob. I was gonna say,
2: don't we remake Good Batter Bullshit every week? <laughs> it's like the exact same show, but we try a different topic to see if it'll no,
1: actually no, be a tell exactly That's why it's not the same. It's a television series. It's like a podcast. No, it's I different know. episodes each time. If we remade it we would recast all three of us. Well, two of the three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go <laughs> we huh. definitely keep the same great jokes that Crofton brings to the show who wants to go first uh, not, Crofton maybe you should go up first you're... yeah I'll,
1: I'll, I'll go first um, this is this is like one of those ones where I think Mike and I are having the same internal conversations right now which which is like um, it, is this bullshit or is this bad and um and I've I've like been going back and forth because it's not good. It's not like it. It's better to create new stuff and not rehash old stuff. I think even rehashes that have value, and and there are tons. And like we didn't even talk about foreign language films that are brought over here, like The Departed. Was Infernal Affairs and and, and like Oscar-winning movies that are often remakes or you know Twelve Angry Men uh, is being remade or ad, adapted in multiple ways. Like, there's a lot of good that comes out of these in terms of individual stuff, but at the detriment of new stuff, that's that's not a good thing, right? So, so I don't think that I don't think that it's a, that it's a positive thing. So it leaves me: is it is it wholly negative? Or do the, the fact that there's some of these good ones m- move me more to the bullshit? And I think I think the reason that I'm going to land and say that that remake movie remakes are, and we can get cue up the sound right about here. But movie remakes are bullshit. <clears throat> is because is because that just because just as to where we are now, where the, the hit to miss ratio is so askew in one in one way where it's like there's so much so many more bad useless creatively bankrupt remakes than there are good strong value add remakes doesn't doesn't change the concept of of the of the potent, the potential that there could be a ton of good ones, and that there could be value added, and that there could be like like there could, there's a bunch of imperfect films that could be remade and given given um, a, a second life in a way that captures the hearts and minds of people more so than they were the first time around and i think i think that that's cool and I, I like honestly when that happens like the fact that i you know enamored with the new true grit i never read the book never never saw the first movie for me that there's something positive there's something positive there however it that is not to say that it should replace coming up with new ideas or adapting newer ideas or or um or, or that most of the ones that are coming out now have any value added to them. Just the concept, though, is not necessarily one that I can say is wholly bad all the time. It's more complicated than that, and and I think that there's sometimes there's value to it. So I have to say this bullshit.
2: All right, sounds good, uh, Mike. I guess you want the last word on this one.
0: Yeah, oh no, I don't. I don't mind going now. If you wanna, okay. it, bring you it go. home. Up, you go. I'll, I'll bring uh, this one home. I will – I'll go because I – Crofton is, is right. I was having – I'm having the exact same internal debate that he has. And uh, and I'm still not even quite sure what I'm going to say between bad or, or bullshit because I they're definitely not good. And um, I, I think I'll go out on a limb a little bit because I agree with everything Crofton said. But I think I'm going to land right on bad say, remakes are bad. No, no,
2: you, you confused me. You
0: confused me. I did.
2: Never and I'll
0: just say why to give that a little bit of context. Because we spent some time, which I thought was useful, getting into the definite of, of what's a remake and what's an adaptation of something. Or in, or even a something where people might say a spiritual sequel, like which I would put, say, the new Ghostbusters into. Things like that where, where you're like, okay, it's different enough where I'm like, I don't consider this a straight remake. And the topic was movie remakes. And to me, if you just remake a movie and add better special effects, that's lame. you know. Uh, if you adapt something into a new genre and bring something new to it because it's a, st- a story that will work and provide something new in a new context, I'm for that. Uh, and, but that's different. And I think, it, I'll give credit to Crofton for really pointing that out, but I think it was true and it resonated with me. And I just think anyone who's going to spend... 20 million dollars making the same movie that was already going to be made the same way i tell that person you are bad my friend make a new damn movie <laughs> go read some philip k dick or someone else and make get a new screenplay do something new uh we'll all be better for it and for the people making good spiritual remakes or genre crossing stuff i'm like yeah add adapt, adapting old ideas into new new things that i'm like good with so but the straight movie remake bad don't need to see anyone. Bad anymore. all the way. Firmly and bad. never watch total the new Total Recall. Damn. Get your ass to Mars. Will always be.
2: All um... right. Well, uh, I'm gonna go up get you, and get my ass to the verdict table, or <laughs> <laughs> wherever it is we give the verdicts. Uh, and I'm gonna say, listen, I'm like everyone else when I hear something's getting remade. I'm get all tensed up. I have a harder time going to the bathroom, and you know I'm just like, oh, I'm all uncomfortable because the idea. You're always scared that they're gonna treat the source material badly if it's something you cared about, you know, or something you cherished. And and but that being said, there are things that are good that I had not watched that I've watched the remake of that were good, like True Grid as an example. And I'm grateful for those experiences. And I think to fight against the impulse to retell stories, because that's you know, the oral tradition of telling stories is one where details do change depending upon the telling. I think you're just fighting against your very own impulses itself. And, and until we can all be in the hive mind and work on these things efficiently, you know, it's an uphill battle. So why not fight it? Why fight it? I just said that just to sort of tick Mike off. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and say the impulse to remake movies is a bit of a waste of time to fight against. And while there's some, there are many examples of bad, I think you can point to a lot of good examples. And for that reason, I'm going to say movie remakes... Are good.
0: You can't throw the baby I, out with the bathwater on this one. I don't feel like that was legit. I felt like he he pushed pulled himself into good.
1: No, yeah, he it, never well, felt my,
2: good about my, it.
1: Bo, so, bo generally operates from a it's going to be good unless something is proving me otherwise. Yeah, mindset, I think he's looking you know?
0: to bolster his good count because it's so high. And <laughs> no, I, I don't think, need to bolster think,
1: it. I'm already the I I think when I goodness. slid to bad and he had the whiff of a full spread verdict, he couldn't resist. He, he was like, Oh, full spread on something I'm not so passionate about. I'm gonna do it. I need to take it. <laughs>
2: No, I know, no, seriously, like a lot of people and I don't know if it counts as a remake or not, but the Ghost in the Shell movie was quite good. It wasn't amazing, but it was good. And a lot of people <laughs> poo pooed it right from the jump because of whitewashing of characters. And I don't know if this counts as adaptation, but I'm like it was pretty... it's a live
1: action adaptation. It's the same with the Beauty and the Beast movie from this year
2: okay okay
1: they're live yeah. a- when it's a cartoon movie yeah. that's made in live a live act it's an adaptation right.
2: but anyways, so that's like one in particular I was like eh, people are too harsh on that. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of remakes. Was like because of that, I have
1: to say they're good.
2: Yeah, but Battle, <laughs> but Battlestar Galactica is a good example. I know it's not a movie, but if it can happen in TV, it can happen in movies. And people are saying good things about it, although, again, that was a miniseries and not a movie. So
1: The most yeah. egregious remake of all time, in my opinion, is uh, the remake of the movie Psycho uh which again is one of these movies that if I were you I would not remake because yeah. they pretty much got it right the first time yeah. so but this is what they did they they said you know what they got it right the first time so they literally filmed the same movie yeah, that's stupid shot to shot with different actors in color and for some reason even though it's the exact same film, like shot for shot, because of the actors, because of the everything, because it, you can almost feel the corporate soullessness, it's it's not nearly as good a movie. Like it's so weird, you know, like yeah. it's the same film. They filmed it shot for shot, mm-hmm. you know, like anyway. Just yeah. horrible. Wasn't yeah, you know what else like Hitchcock horrible? who could feel
2: it. What? Your segue.
1: Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you want to uh, to tell me that I'm wrong or Mike that he's wrong or Bo that he's wrong, well, you might not have that much time. But uh, send us an email, goodbadbull at gmail.com. That's one way you can reach us. We want to hear your topics too so we can throw them in the random topic generator. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter at goodbadbull find out when we're going live on twitch.tv slash good bad bull. We live stream these episodes and we got a a nice chat group out there who's uh a participates along with us and stuff, so we we would uh, love to see you on there. Also, if you uh, feel like supporting us, we love our Patreons at patreon.com slash goodbadbull, and we would love it if uh, you were one of them, so please uh, consider that. Um, And uh, goodbadbull.com, the website, is where you can find all our previous episodes. Goodbadbull is pretty much the keyword. Use it with great responsibility and you will find us um, we are individuals of individual natures you can follow us uh, individually on the internet as well let us start with the prequels I'm talking about Bo Schwartz Bo where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on the internet at Bo Schwartz on Twitter and there you can get links to all the other things I do uh, including when we go live with the show
1: misa so happy um, and, uh, and Mike uh, the the new generation of Star Wars, where can people follow you? <laughs>
2: oh. I'm still not sure I'm comfortable. By the with way, that. have you seen any of the new Star Wars? Anyways, tell the people where they can find you, but the discovery
0: out <laughs> <Shut> up, <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, you can follow my almost non-existent tweets. I should start remaking tweets. That's what I should do when I see one I like i should oh. I should write it, but put a you know change the punctuation a little bit. And, write it
1: all in caps.
0: Yeah, or write it all in caps or something, and retweet it at uh ML Hodgins. But uh yeah, you've got better things to do with your time than follow me on Twitter. I'll tell you. You should Jam do that. Donald, you
1: should remake Donald Trump tweets. You can follow me at sh- Yeah, we should start retweeting some Donald. Yeah, Re- I just remaking, remake them. I just like, I just write them in the way that that I see them. You know, mm-hmm. all in big. Fluo green letters, fonts, comic well, signs—obviously.
2: Well, um, I'm still following the Dungeons and Donalds account. And that they kind of remakes the tweets from a Dungeons and Dragons perspective. Which I really oh, thats, a, that's yeah.
1: an
0: adaptation. I call that an adaptation. Uh, <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> it's America. such a tng nerd i don't know i have trouble crossing over are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider
2: supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com for as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations find out more at
0: patreon.com slash good bad bull